so here we go take like five um, <laughs> hi everyone welcome to history or whatever i'm kimberly i'm shannon and i'm jenna this is our new podcast where we'll talk about history or whatever because everything's history right right yep right <laughs> <laughs> okay so today i am going to talk about henry the six wives Scandalous. I got, like pretty much a lot of my information from this documentary on PBS called Secrets of the Six Wives. Oh, mm-hmm. Love PBS. Um, I know, right? It's <laughs> seriously <laughs> the best. It's the best channel. <laughs> right? It really is. I um I did like the subscription on Amazon Prime. You pay like five dollars a month or something and get all of the PBS on Amazon Prime. So totally worth it. I'm going oh to go God. do that. Yeah, <laughs> right. You should totally do it. So it's I have the app, mom, but yeah, it's totally on moms. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to watch it then. Yeah, I got to watch Antiques yeah. Roadshow. I keep up Ooh. with it. <sighs> That's my jam. <laughs> I haven't watched Antiques Roadshow in forever, but I always think of Grandma's Boy where they're watching Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> <they get> high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so good. Good. So. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I got basically all of my information from that documentary, Secrets of the Six Wives. It's three episodes, and they're each like an hour long, and it's super interesting. It's and it's really fun because this this historian Lucy Worsley, she's the host, and so you see her in like modern times, and then when she starts talking about like the queens or like the events and everything she like transitions into that time period and she like dresses like them and kind of like insinuates herself into the scenes oh, so it's God. like that's my dream yeah. right it's like a dream. reenactment but like still like with the host in there so it's super fun mm-hmm. what a um, fun job that must be i know right like yeah. literally the best jobs total like complete side note i just wanted to tell you guys too that i remember watching um, a documentary on pbs and i don't remember which one it was but there was like a man host and he had red hair and i swear to god i saw him at mount vernon one time like we were at mount vernon and i saw this guy and i was like he looks really familiar and i mm-hmm. swear he was on some documentary that i watched i just can't remember which one. maybe he was like filming a documentary yeah that's what, or, like that's doing research what i thought <laughs> yeah so. okay. Anyway, let's get started. So, uh, obviously, Henry VIII was the king of England. Um, He was actually just the second Tudor king Mm -hmm. after his um, father, Henry VII. Is that who he was? I should have written that down, (laughs) but I didn't. (laughs) It sounds right. (laughs) Sure, right? Okay. That's, um, maybe that's the whatever part history yeah, or right, whatever, or whatever. <laughs> yeah right like uh, like this was uh, a lot of work so <laughs> but um okay so his very first wife was, and longest wife was Catherine of Aragorn mm-hmm. she um was the daughter of Queen Isabel who was considered whose nickname was like the warrior king mm-hmm. and King Ferdinand um she left Spain when she was 15 and actually never saw her parents again after that. She yeah. like was 15. She got sent off to England and she never saw them again. But she was actually uh, betrothed to uh, Henry's older brother, Arthur. Mm-hmm. So uh, she married King Arthur. No, I don't think, you know, just ignore me. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> 
married Prince Arthur on November 14th, 1501, and she became the Princess of Wales. Mm-hmm. And actually, she was pro- promised to Arthur when she was only three years old. Ew. So, yeah, like her entire life, she like they knew that she was going to go and marry Arthur, who was supposed to end up being the King of England. So her at whole least, life. At least they waited um, until she was 15. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> they could have been like 11 or something. And that's just, that was, just, that's awful. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, but yeah, so she went and she became the Princess of Wales. And then after a few months, Arthur actually got sick and died in April of 1502. So she married him in November and then he died in April. So it was just like how months, like a few months, six months mm-hmm. or something. Um, so uh, poor Catherine was a widow at just 16 years old. But then what's his name? His brother was like, was it? Right. So it's really funny because King Ferdinand, he like actually worked on arranging the new marriage between uh, the new heir, Henry and Catherine. And they actually spent seven years trying to agree on the marriage contract. And yeah. And then Henry's father called it off. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, never mind. We like cannot like come to an agreement. So let's just call it off. Mm -hmm. But henry had already grown like really fond of Catherine, and mm-hmm. after his father died he married her damn so yeah well, uh, honestly then why did he divorce her god what an asshole like, yeah. honestly, <laughs> well we'll get into that shannon because <laughs> he's crazy and greedy <laughs> right i so mean I... honestly i feel like i know why but yeah <laughs> you know because he's well i mean realistically the reason is that she couldn't give him a son you yeah. know yeah but Which is um just what happens all the time yeah. yeah so um both henry and catherine belonged to families that had just recently come to power through conflict so mm-hmm. their marriage was really focused on furthering the dynasty and having kids because mm-hmm. there it was such a young dynasty that they were like we have to have like kids to keep it going yeah to like um, solidify yeah and so uh, after they got married Catherine became pregnant and um that's this was her first pregnancy and she had a miscarriage at five months so obviously like she was devastated but let me tell you some fool doctor told her that she had been pregnant with twins and only miscarried one of them so there was still they told her there was still a baby in there an idiot. and yeah right like it was would, so crazy why would he think that <laughs> i don't know right like he just he was like oh no there's for sure still a kid in there you didn't miscarry it whatever he probably just didn't want to be like killed or something <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> like that's totally probably what it was but um so yeah and obviously she wanted a kid so bad she like just believed him right she's like even though she had seen that she had a miscarriage you know and at five months you're going to be able to see that like Mm -hmm. you know she just believed him she wanted to have a kid so badly she's like okay yeah for sure I totally believe you there's a second twin in there um and so uh, she was like sealed into her chamber for her confinement at like one month before she was due in the spring of 1510 mm-hmm. um so you know they confined them because apparently air is bad for you or whatever <laughs> um and she never went into labor there was never a child duh mm-hmm. we all knew that and her the belly that she had 
was actually from an infection so she like had still had like a swollen belly yeah but she like just had like an infection and that's why she still had it Mm -hmm. um also I made a little note for myself here did you know there's something called a groaning chair which is basically like a birthing chair that has a hole in the bottom so totally like a toilet (laughs) yeah yeah but it's supposed to help you get like a comfortable position to yeah and that like the um like the little hole there is like for the afterbirth so they pull the baby out and then the afterbirth will like fall down at least that's what I read right now when I looked it up but yeah it looked like it looked like a gross chair I don't know that's wild um it's probably cleaner than their bed I don't know yeah right like imagine like you're on your bed and all the afterbirth is just like there, like on you still no I mean I don't know how things happened but um, I don't think things were like real clean. Yeah, so. for sure they weren't. Oh my god, Jenna and Shannon too. But I know I already <laughs> yeah, told here. you about this. No, but I, I like I know I already told you about this oh, because okay. there was like um another documentary I'd watched a while back, and I think it was like Secrets of the Bed Chamber or something. Um, and they were talking about childbirth and how like during that time, if there was like a stillbirth or like the baby was like stuck in there, you know, like they couldn't get it out. They would oh, literally put like hooks into the baby to oh, pull it out. Oh, like obviously it was like not a surviving child, but yeah, like they did some crazy shit. Like back oh, then. I mean, it just seems like so many women died like giving birth. They probably just were like, Well, it's not yeah, coming right? out. So we either need to like you're just gonna take days to die with the baby stuck in you, or we're gonna try to get it out and you might die anyway, but <laughs> right. So, yeah. But yeah, that documentary was really good too, guys. I think it's like Secrets of the Royal Bed Chamber. That sounds familiar. I mean, right? I feel like I've seen that, (laughs) honestly. Yeah, probably. Um, So, blah, blah, blah. She didn't have a baby. And uh, obviously, Henry was like kind of upset. And then after that happened, there were like rumors around court saying that she was like, you know, unable to conceive and she was unfit to be queen um and so yeah like I said Henry was upset because he was only the second tutor on the throne and he really needed to have an heir to continue the Tudor dynasty and if he died without having an heir like it could really result in England like being at war like there could be a civil war to try and find a new king again um so they really really wanted to have a baby or a boy really um Mm -hmm. And then, uh, anyway, sorry, (laughs) then Catherine um, got pregnant again with her second pregnancy, and she actually gave birth to a boy on New Year's Day, and they named him Henry. Mm -hmm. So everyone celebrated. There was a jousting competition, like, held in honor of Catherine giving birth. You know, everyone was just so excited that there was an heir to the throne. Um, And then... At seven weeks, Prince Henry got sick and died. So, like, he was seven weeks old and he Mm. got sick and passed away. And obviously, you know, Catherine was inconsolable. Henry was very upset. Like, their their heir had died. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, we know that Henry still loved Catherine and he still trusted her. Because she was actually the regent when Henry went uh, to war and he was fighting the French for two years. Or I'm sorry, not for two years. It was two years later 
after Prince Henry. She hadn't had another kid or anything, but she, Henry still trusted her enough to have her be the regent while he was away at war. Yeah. Um, and there, while he was away, James the Fourth of Scotland, he invaded England because Henry mm-hmm. was gone and was actually defeated by Catherine and she killed him. Well, she didn't kill him, but, you know, they killed him and it was always what he gets yeah right right? she's like not on my watch (laughs) Mm -mm. and so yeah she uh Catherine was like a really capable queen so it was really great like yeah I think it's like really awesome that she like got to be the regent she like proved that women are able to like be queen and you know defend the country and everything Mm -hmm. um long before Elizabeth um and then after that she uh, got pregnant again with her third pregnancy. This was four years into their marriage. So she was 27 years old, which yes. apparently is considered middle-aged during that time. What? Well, yeah. that makes sense. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It totally makes sense. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, she had her third pregnancy four years into the marriage. And she, again, lost the baby and it had been a boy. Mm. So that was pretty, Ooh. like, disappointing, you know? And then at that point, you know, after the third pregnancy and, you know, losing all three of them, Henry's eye begins to wander, wander. I put wander. It should have been wander. (laughs) (laughs) We get it. (laughs) But um, then he and he starts sleeping with Catherine's lady, Bessie Blout. Uh So Bessie got pregnant and had a boy, but he was illegitimate, so he couldn't be the heir. But Henry still named, like, still, like, named him Henry. So he yeah. gave him his name, which is weird. Um, but he was illegitimate. So even though he had a son, he couldn't ever be the heir. Mm-hmm. And um, Bessie actually got sent away from court to protect Catherine's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have her fourth pregnancy. That's six years after their marriage. And she has a baby that lives. Yeah. Her fourth pregnancy is Princess Mary. Mm-hmm. so oh, yeah mm-hmm. so she has a baby she lives it's all really great but it's a girl so it's kind of like is it it's, boo which mary is it <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um it's not mary queen of scots it's not her because that's no, no 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 cousin. yeah no 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 but never mind i'm just like <laughs> i'm like trying to like <laughs> place it all in my head you know what i mean like order yeah. it anyway um, so mary's a girl yeah and so obviously Catherine just like loves her she dotes on her she's her daughter and but again it's a girl so it's kind of like you can't she can't be the heir um so now Catherine is 37 years old and still trying to give Henry a son Mm -mm. but Henry begins to have an affair with Mary Bolin oh Um, yeah and there's like this theory that Henry sent mary boland's husband like hush money Uh so that like he wouldn't be upset about him sleeping with his wife you know he was the king like it fucking mattered i know right what was he gonna do exactly there was nothing he could do but at least he got some money out of it i don't know (laughs) um and then you know he like has his affair with mary and he's over it or whatever because he meets her sister anne Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Henry starts with Anne. Yeah, Anne was actually betrothed to Henry Percy. um, And Henry 
has that broken up so that he can pursue Anne. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go into Anne a little bit now. She um, was obviously Mary's sister and she Mm -hmm. was schooled for seven years in the French court. And so everyone saw her like as exotic, you know, she Mm -hmm learned to sing and dance and she learned fashion like the fashion of the French and she spoke French um and she learned how to be flirtatious because that's how it was in the French court like everyone had like this flirtatious air about them and they behaved that way and Mm -hmm. she took all of that to the English court Mm -hmm. so um she intrigued Henry, I guess, because she was cultured and, you know, again, she was viewed as exotic by everyone. Yeah. Um, and so he's obviously pursuing her, but she resisted his advances for a year. And then one New Year's Eve, apparently they received gifts on New Year's. I learned this while I was watching that like the king got gifts from people on new year's i guess to celebrate the new year i don't know oh my god um, like he needs yeah. stuff <laughs> i know right? right it comes back again later when like um elizabeth gives him a gift but mm-hmm. yeah so anna for the first time shows her interest by sending him a gift for new year's Ooh, right so it's yeah, been a year but don't they have to like what no like right? they don't <laughs> I don't think they like actually have to I think like um I think certain people probably are like the queen and whatever you know Mm -hmm. but not I don't think that everyone necessarily has to um but she sent him a gift specifically oh so it was saying something yeah so it's like it was the first time that she's like hey yeah I'm totally interested Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so uh, then I they're um, in the documentary they go and they look in the Vatican library where they mm-hmm. still have letters between Anne and Henry <sighs> yeah it is a super cool and part of the like thing about it is that their letters are written in French and English mm-hmm. so it's like you know because they're so cultured and they both speak French they're like oh let's write to each other in <laughs> Fr- French you know the language <laughs> of love or whatever <laughs> I know right um and so the but they do look really cool like they're so old and like not that many people get to see them so like when you're watching it you can see and like the crazy handwriting and everything Mm -hmm. um but in the letters it actually reveals that Anne and Henry had not slept together yet so that's like a really important thing about having the letters is just that like we can see like yeah they had not slept together yet yeah and um so after 18 years of marriage Henry tries to divorce Catherine and the church is like, no. Yeah. Right. The country's still Catholic. And he, and even like, even if he could get divorced, they, he wouldn't be able to marry anyone else because that's like how it was in Catholicism. I guess you could get divorced, but you couldn't remarry anyone. So isn't that like still how it is in summers? Like, like not necessarily for a common folk, but like what that was like a thing with Meghan Markle right like that she had previously been divorced and so it was like kind of a big deal even though like you know the British monarchy is no no longer Catholic right I have no idea I didn't even know that was still a thing (laughs) yeah like I like I remember reading someone bringing it up like oh and she's a divorcee because remember Wallace Simpson 
she was yeah. also a divorcee and it was like this big deal that you know that uh what's his name was gonna marry her and so then he abdicated and it was it's it's a whole own story sorry <laughs> <laughs> i actually like didn't know it was still a thing like i could still see it being a thing like in the 20s or whatever when um the wallace simpson thing happened like i could yeah. see it but i didn't think it would still be a thing now but you yeah, know what? i don't also know, i don't know if it is a thing because i mean obviously he married her but it was at least mentioned that it she... was mentioned yeah yeah and i was gonna say i feel like with uh Meghan markle the people are really like nitpicky with her you know like they are always trying to find something wrong well there's like an article last side note there was an (laughs) article that I read about like the difference in the way she's treated in the media and like the the, like when she and Catherine uh are doing the same thing the headline is totally different like one one was about Catherine like caressing her stomach when she was pregnant like oh she lovingly caresses it and then when Meghan Markle did it it was like oh it's a sign of vanity like oh my god yeah I totally remember reading that too yeah I don't get it yeah I don't know it's wild but um anyway Anyway, yeah so um Henry even if he got divorced he wouldn't be able to remarry and so in 1527, he um, seeks an annulment. Mm-hmm. So he has like all his, his advisors like get together to try and like come up with a reason like why they would need to get an annulment. And they called it, they called like the whole situation and like everything they were doing, the King's Great Matter. Like that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so what they did was they used the Bible verse Leviticus 2021 as a reason for why she should um or why they should he should be granted the annulment (laughs) um which basically says something about lying with your someone's brother Mm -hmm. and so like oh she she was married to her brother his brother yeah yeah, she was married to his brother and so they're saying like that their marriage was never um and so yeah, it was never, never legitimate. Go through. <laughs> I know, right? Like, dang. And so, um, yeah, they're trying to do that. But at the time, Charles the Fourth had invaded mm-hmm. Rome, had invaded and taken Rome, and had the Pope under his control. Mm-hmm. And uh, lucky for Catherine, Charles IV was related to her, and she was able to successfully stay married to Henry for three years because she had the power of the church on her side because Charles had um, the Pope under his control that way. Mm-hmm. So what Henry then did was he decided to have a public trial with church clerics mm-hmm. from both England and Rome to lie you know basically state his case for why there should be an annulment and Catherine being a badass is like you know what I'm going to publicly state my case too basically Mm -hmm. saying that she had never slept with Henry's brother Arthur and that she was a virgin for Henry (gasps) which was like pretty scandalous to be like Uh talking about that out in public so Uh and then she was also like uh Henry's also a fart face yeah he totally was though um (laughs) and so Catherine went and she's like yeah I was totally a virgin like don't believe him and they ruled in favor of Catherine Mm -hmm. so damn girl right like Catherine was awesome like everyone Mm -hmm. can see through his lies like come on man (laughs) right we know what you're doing 
<laughs> like we all know what you're doing and so Henry was all pissed and he decided to just go ahead and move Anne into the castle basically just to annoy Catherine and to try and get her to leave or agree to the annulment mm-hmm. so in 1530 there were basically two queens because Henry treated Anne as the queen you know and Catherine mm-hmm. was the actual queen um, that's right yeah, so uh, then, blah, blah, why did I write this little, sorry, the sentence is definitely out of context, it's like definitely not in the right spot, spot. but anyway, uh-huh. so um, Catherine, or Henry then just moved Catherine and Princess Mary to Windsor Castle while he and Anne like ran around, I put gallivanted about <laughs> behaving uh-huh. basically like a married couple. Yeah, so he was taking her to dinners and, like, treating her like she was the queen. And uh, the only difference was that they weren't having sex. Like, they weren't sleeping together. Yeah. Wait, yet? Or just not Well, Anne was, like, holding out. Like, she uh, um, was doing all this stuff with him, you know, like, going to dinners and everything. But she was like, no, I'm not going to sleep with you until we're married. Like... So, yeah, so he's taking her around, they're going, acting like they're like a married couple in every aspect, except that they're not sleeping together. So, yeah. And then, um, so while like this is happening, this is like the time period where there are the two queens, they say, Mm -hmm. and people did not like Anne, like the people of England, they did not like Anne at all. Mm -hmm. Um, No one likes the homemaker. I know, right? No one does. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I feel like, you know, there is like the whole thing about Anne being a homewrecker and she did all this, you know, but at the same time, you know, she was betrothed to Henry Percy and she had no choice but to say yes to the king, you know? Yeah. 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 So, like, like she could say no, honestly. Yeah, right? So, like, she had to go with him to do all these things. She had to be by his side. And he's side probably slept with, like, 20 and, wives. Yeah. Other people's wives before this, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, the only thing that she's, like, able to say no to that's, like, working out for her is sex. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, but yeah, there are, like, stories about how the people didn't like her at all, that she was once, like, attacked by a group of women and had to escape by boat. Ooh. Um so but then yeah that just kind of sounds like jealousy then there's just so right. much going on <laughs> right like they it's and it's because people loved like Catherine so much as the queen like she was like a beloved queen you know and so yeah. all this with Anne they're gonna blame Anne for it they can, they're not gonna blame the king because he's the Hell king. No. she's not gonna get in trouble <laughs> right and so Henry at this point is getting like so I guess exasperated by um, not being able to have Anne that he decides to punish Catherine and he splits Catherine and Mary up. He sends Mary to one castle, Aww. I think to Richmond Palace. What a and, dick! Yeah, right. And then Catherine to some abbey, and they never saw each other again. Oh no! Yeah, it was really what sad. But like, after Catherine's gone, like sent away to the abbey, Anne agreed to consummate their relationship. But Henry needs to marry her. So that if she gets pregnant, it'll be a legitimate heir. It won't be an illegitimate child. Yeah. But the Pope is still denying the annulment. Mm-hmm. 
So that is when Henry splits from the church and converts to Protestantism. This is where it all goes wrong. Yeah, right? This is where it all goes wrong. (laughs) This is where the shit hits the fan, really. Yeah, and what's crazy is he, like, converts to Protestantism and he, he, like, splits from the church and everything. But personally, he's still, like, really Catholic. Like, all of the things, like, he follows and everything he believes is all still Catholicism. So, yeah, he's an idiot like he just wanted really dumb so dumb with her honestly that's all it was for so um, in uh 1533 henry and anne get married in a small ceremony um like a small secretive ceremony really to avoid any kind of criticism Mm -hmm. and she is actually already pregnant so uh, right 1533 they get married and then four months after they're married um she's coronated and crowned queen mm-hmm. so uh, there's um sorry Lucas is scratching at the door <laughs> so she anyway, mind again <laughs> she um is coronated four months after they're married okay. and um like, it says that there are huge crowds there, you know, for the coronation, but it's, like, a generally grim feeling because, yeah. you know, it's it's almost like I think they feel that Henry deceived the Pope and everyone blamed Anne for it. Mm-hmm. It's not her fault. He says what he wants. Yeah, He's the king. What's the air, man? Uh, yeah, yeah so right? Dumb. Like, everyone blames Anne because, like, they can't blame him, basically, yeah um so uh, they so anyway yeah Anne was already pregnant and she is about to enter her confinement and she tells Henry that she expects him to stay faithful but of course (laughs) right he (laughs) has his his needs you know and um they actually like had an argument about it because she wanted him to stay faithful and like it makes sense because you know she was at like the product of an affair you know like obviously Mm -hmm. didn't sleep together but i'm sure she would be like nervous that if he did like go and sleep with other people that they would like win her heart the way she had Mm -hmm. and you know he would divorce her or whatever well of course yeah, yeah right so they actually didn't talk to each other for days after they had this argument about him like staying faithful mm-hmm. and in september 1533 Anne has a healthy baby but again it's a girl and mm-hmm. elizabeth who goes on to be queen elizabeth the first yeah yes, 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 yes. so it's still not a boy and the girls aren't able to continue the tutor name so it's obviously still disappointing um and the people they still really loved Catherine as their queen and they even lined the streets carrying calling out her name so she was at that abbey and 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 then they moved her again to like an even like worse kind of place really like they just like keep downgrading her accommodations yeah um and so they moved her to Cambridgeshire and uh, on the way there people were like lining the streets calling out her name um basically like they wanted to see her because they loved her so much yeah and uh, that is actually where she ends up dying is in cambridgeshire 
um, <laughs> she wrote one final letter to Henry where uh-huh. she forgives him and asks for forgiveness, basically what? saying that, yeah, she still loves him. You know, they were married for a really long yeah. time. And, like, they know, married out of love in the beginning. Like, yeah, so. Well, I know. But still, like, I mean, he was an epic asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did really not deserve was. her. <laughs> right? She was too good for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. she really was. But yeah, so she writes him this letter saying, I forgive you, please forgive me, and mm-hmm. that she still loves him. And then six days later, at the age of 50, she died without ever receiving a reply from him. Mm-hmm. And Typical. he didn't go to the funeral, and he didn't allow Mary to go. Aww. Sad, right? But it was packed with citizens because the people they still really loved her. And to this day, people still leave pomegranates at her grave, which I guess is a um, symbol, like, I think in her, like, family crest or something. Mm -hmm. Mm. But, yeah, to this day, people still go and leave pomegranates at her grave. Crazy. Right? Um, So, after all of this, and uh, when she died, I guess she was still technically married to him, but they ended up being married for 24 years. Mm-hmm. So that was like mm-hmm. his longest marriage was 24 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he kills everybody else, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even someone gets like away. It's crazy. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but so yeah, Catherine died at 50 years old. And then um, Anne obviously doesn't have to worry about her anymore. Mm-hmm. So Anne is pregnant again. And tensions are increasing between Henry and Anne because again, Henry's eye has begin, begun to wander. Um, it and... hasn't stopped. <laughs> right? It's like constant. <laughs> the second he had Anne, he was like on to the next. He's like, who yeah. else can I try? Um, but yeah, so she's pregnant again. And Henry starts becoming interested in Anne's lady-in-waiting, Jane Seymour. Uh-oh. So Anne loses the baby and Henry begins to turn on her really. So she lost the second baby and she told him that she miscarried because her heart broke when she saw him giving attention to others. So she blamed mm. blamed him for it. Yeah. Um Can I have a question? And, uh yeah. at what point does Henry start getting gross? I mean like physically gross. Like remember he has like a uh, yeah like, that's uh, uh, some physical ailment and it's like his skin is rotting on his leg or something yeah that's after jane okay okay sorry <laughs> but then uh, people just overlook it because they're like whatever he's the king yeah right he's the king <laughs> yeah. what are you gonna he's do? not gross what <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah so jane uh, Anne loses the baby and he's still like interested in jane but jane was actually purposely placed in front of the king because he there were so many people at court that were against Anne mm-hmm. so they were like oh look here's Jane Seymour and they like even coached her on how to gain his attentions and it worked so mm. now like Anne, it's hard I know right <laughs> they were like hold these turkey legs and put them. she gained his attentions and so now Anne is in the same position that Catherine had previously been in (laughs) yeah yeah so uh, Anne is upset Mm -hmm. oh chocobo's trying to hide sorry guys hold on yeah Phyllis was in here meowing I don't know if you heard her 
And then she bit me a little bit. Rude. <laughs> Come on, Marie. If you're out, you're staying out. Okay. Now I got Chocobo and Rufus in here. Marie left. I'd just okay. like to point out, we're barely on Jane Seymour. It's been 45 minutes. <laughs> I know, but like Anne and Catherine have like the most. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I know Marie wants back in. Now all this time we're going to have to edit out. So <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Marie. I don't have time for this. You know what? If they hear cats meowing, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so blah, blah, blah. And now Anne is in the same position that Catherine had been in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Anne is obviously upset. And she really oversteps her bounds and basically insinuates to Henry Morris, who's just like a person in court, mm-hmm. um, that she would marry him if the king died. Mm-hmm. which is treasonous like that's straight treason she you can't even like talk about the king dying and she basically mm-hmm. tells this guy hey if uh, the king dies like we could get married you know yeah girl you made a huge mistake <laughs> she should have just done what all the other <laughs> girls probably did and like slept with the king because that's what he wanted and then like married somebody else <laughs> right like that's what she should have done but she was like she had all this ambition and yeah like really like bit her in the ass so um so she tells she says this to henry morris and then just by the next day everyone including the king knows what she's said and there are rumors that she's been having affairs with a bunch of different people including her Mm -hmm. own brother so henry believes all the rumors because now he wants Jane Seymour so why uh, wouldn't he you know right, like, right. this is his out he's like, trying to find a reason yeah right mm-hmm. so um then uh Anne attends the May Day tournament this is like after all this has happened and they have like a tournament and she I guess it says it's the day after having the confrontation with um henry like they have an argument or whatever and Mm -hmm. then she attends this may day tournament and it turns out to be her last public appearance Mm. so is it henry norris or henry morris i wrote both in here (laughs) both sound right (laughs) yeah right yeah whatever whatever um so henry norris he says here and he denies any kind of wrongdoing, but he is arrested and taken to the Tower of London. And then the day after that, Anne is arrested and taken to the Tower, and Henry never saw her again. Mm-hmm. And Henry does this, like, throughout, like, all of his relationships, right? Like, once he's done, he just, like, they get arrested or he has them sent away, and then he pretends like they don't exist. Like, he's yeah, like, he's no, like, bye, bitch. Yeah, like, that's, he just, like, it's like he doesn't want to have to deal with it. Like, he doesn't uh-huh. want to have to be a part of it, so. What a weenie. Right, so, <laughs> so, so Anne is taken um, to the tower, but they actually take her to the royal chambers at the tower, and her ladies are replaced with different ladies who are actually spies and report everything mm-hmm. Anne says back to Henry. Uh, duh. Um, right? And she was Why? actually people are so dumb. Yeah, people are insane. Like she shouldn't be saying anything to anyone. If a new person no. came up. And was like, oh, hey, what's up? I would not tell them anything. No, you don't right? trust them. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hey, girl, you can tell me. I'm not going to tell anybody. 
<laughs> right? No, that is not like I would never do that. But um, but yeah. So like, she actually felt like a little bit better when they took her to the royal chambers because mm-hmm. that was really like where um she had like waited before they got married and stuff. So she felt like, oh, I'm not like in a prison cell or whatever. You know, I am in the royal chambers. So like, I think maybe that like relaxed her a little bit. But um, they also said that like she was hysterical, like sometimes crying and sometimes laughing and even saying to people that she would be known as Queen Anne the Headless, which, yeah, I mean, she was totally. <laughs> um, so Anne is found guilty of treason and sentenced to death. She mm-hmm. asked to speak with a priest beforehand. The, um, I don't know if he's the Archbishop of Canterbury now. Or if that happens later, but it's um, Thomas Cromwell. Ooh. So she has to speak with him to confess, but also to protest her innocence. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously she wasn't sleeping like with her brother and all these other people. That Those were just rumors that they were like, mm-hmm. yep, totally believe it. <laughs> right. Um, because in reality, uh, her real crime was just that she was difficult. Like, yeah. she challenged the king, and she was unable to produce a son. Yeah, and he so... could kill her, unlike Catherine, because nobody liked her. Yeah, yeah everyone exactly. was like, whatever, who cares, bye. So, um, one of the things that she supposedly said when they were, when she was, like, in the tower was, all this for so little a neck. <laughs> But yeah, so Burn. she <laughs> <laughs> on uh, May nineteenth, fifteen thirty six, she was beheaded, and it's actually the first execution of a queen in English history, which I totally wow. believe because people were not like Henry was crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was he was insane. There's something wrong with him. Yeah, yeah, there was seriously something wrong with him. But um, so she was beheaded and then she was actually buried in the chapel in the Tower of London. So oh. I guess if you ever go to the Tower of London, you can go visit Anne Boleyn. Go. Eh. Okay. So <laughs> Jenna's they... like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they ended up being married for a total of three years and four months. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not very long. (laughs) Right? So, uh, Henry had actually started his preparations for his wedding to or marriage to Jane Seymour before Anne was even dead. So, as soon as he heard that she was dead, he went to Jane and married her 11 days later. Mm -hmm. So, she was 27 and a devout Catholic. Her supporters were actually hoping that she could steer Henry back to the church, yeah. um, but she didn't do that. She was actually very passive, um, curiously passive, really. Mm-hmm. But the thought is that like maybe she did this to be the opposite of Anne and not to be as exciting, so as not to annoy Henry because yeah. you know it was so exciting. And then at the end, when like she actually challenged his ideas and everything, like he was like, "No, fuck that." <laughs> so uh, Jane is actually like pretty passive and kind of like the opposite of Anne Mm -hmm. she um, actually was like more of a peacemaker and improved his relationships with Mary and Elizabeth and his family life was finally going well they you know he had a relationship with Mary and Elizabeth Jane was not annoying she just kind of like went along with him and 
you know what though? If I were Mary or Elizabeth, I would be so pissed. Like I, know, right? yeah, I would not. Fuck you. Ugh. So um at this point, England is divided between the Catholics, Catholics <laughs> uh-huh. and reformists, and Henry ordered the monasteries to be torn down and their assets seized, uh-huh. um, you know, basically to try and get the Catholics out of there. And it caused an uprising. And Princess Mary had to be really careful because her mom, Catherine, was a staunch Catholic. Uh-huh. But Jane was also a Catholic, and it does cause some tension between her and Henry because she like was asking for mercy on behalf of the powerless, so the Catholics in the country. Uh-huh. Um, and so it caused a little bit of, t- of tension between them. But Jane bore Henry a son on October 12th, 1537. So uh-huh. this was you know not even he was like all is forgiven (laughs) right (laughs) so uh, she uh, gave him a son prince edward and Mm. uh, the sad thing though is that jane she never recovered from childbirth and she actually died 12 days after he was born from an infection yeah so everything was going so well and then she gave him a son and like happened with a lot of women she died from childbirth um and henry was like actually like very upset and genuinely grieved for her Mm -hmm. and uh, even when he was buried he was buried beside her when he died oh Uh, that's interesting hmm. Yeah, because, like, to him, Jane was the perfect wife. She gave him a son and didn't bother him. Oh, he's and, delusional. Right? And <laughs> they were only married for 16 months. So yeah. maybe that's but why, she, right? Yeah, not enough time to piss him off. Yeah, like, there wasn't enough time for him to get annoyed with her. And yeah. so by acting exactly how Henry wanted her to be, she became his most beloved queen. Oh, my that's God. a sad life, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, she so then followed Anne of Cleves she mm-hmm. was um, how old was she at this time I want to say she it was like oh she was 24 yeah I was like there was one that was really young right um, that's gonna be Catherine Parr no it wasn't Catherine Parr Catherine Howard mm-hmm. she's like should have stayed away from Anne's and Catherine's except for Jane Seymour and she was the yeah. most beloved yeah, um, the one he liked. so in 1540 on New Year's Day Henry is 48 years old and he met his wife Anne of Cleves mm-hmm. um, he didn't really necessarily want to get married again at that time but his advisors decided it was time and you know he really did need to maybe have another son right like the heir and the spare because he knows firsthand yeah, backup. <laughs> yeah like he really knows firsthand because he wasn't supposed to be the king it was his brother yeah. so he's the spare yeah he's the spare <laughs> um so uh, yeah Anne of Cleves she uh, or I'm sorry so his advisors decided it was time for him to get married because England had really been isolated by breaking from Rome and they really wanted a strategic marriage with someone who was also against the church. 
um, mm-hmm. and would protect them against retribution. But mm-hmm. Henry really obviously did not have a good reputation when it came to marriage. Nope. Um, there was one prospect that even said she would have married Henry if she had two necks. that's funny right and so at this point he also had the ulcerous wound on his leg that never healed it just like refused to heal and it was like I guess it was a jousting injury but yeah yeah, so he's 48 he has this ulcerous wound he you know he's just old and yeah and then at this this point point. he's like he's like gaining weight and so like his ulcerous leg can't support his weight yeah exactly so he yeah. is just not someone anyone wants to marry, really. Hell no. Can you imagine how it smelled? Ugh. I know. Oh, no. They didn't have air conditioning, guys. <laughs> but like so, that leg, like literally rotting. Fucking yeah, that's what I mean. Like not only is like there a rotting leg around you all the time, but you don't even like have like flowing air to like get rid of the smell. <laughs> get it out. It's just like standing stank in the air. Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so yeah, it took two years to find someone to actually marry him. That's insane. And, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> right? Surprise, surprise. And that was probably but, like this girl's best option. Like her family's part like, was like, we're going to murder you if you don't marry him or something. <laughs> right? yeah. Hell yeah, you're about to marry the king. Well, and so they, um, it was Anne of Cleves, obviously, but she was from the town Cleve in Western Germany, and her dad mm-hmm. was the Duke of Cleves, and he also did not agree with the Catholic Church. So it was kind of like a, um, like a thing for both of them, you know, like, oh, to not, to like be like, what's the word I'm thinking of? United against the church. Mm-hmm. So a match made in not. <laughs> yeah exactly um so uh, yeah she sorry where am i so uh, they had agreed to it or whatever and he- well they were in talks to get married between Anne and henry and henry mm-hmm. sent his painter to get a portrait of Anne to make sure that she was pretty enough right like he's like go get me a portrait of her i want to make sure she's pretty enough for me Mm -hmm. and um with the portrait he agreed to marry her oh no girl Mm -hmm. oh no (laughs) i know right Um, she should have like worn a mask or something so they know her ugly ass mask or something but she um she was 24 years old and she had actually never left germany before and didn't speak any english oh my god so on the trip there she, you know, asked her companions a bunch of questions, trying to find out like what to expect for her new life as a Tudor queen. And, <laughs> and was like, oh yeah, he's hot as hell. Right. Um, what else? Um, she made sure to have dinner with her English companions to learn like their etiquette and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and so it took over a month to reach England and she got there and they were instructed to rest and wait for the king in Rochester but the one thing that Anne's advisors did not tell her and let her down on was um, Henry's sense of humor and he used to love dressing up to surprise people like pretending he's someone that he's not uh-huh. And so when he arrived to welcome Anne, she didn't know who he was and like kind of insulted him. 
like who is this man get him out like can you ask him to leave when it was actually like this creeper over here (laughs) yeah she's like this fucking guy is like a fucking weirdo please can (laughs) we like not be around him turns out it was the king and he was like super insulted and (laughs) right so he like turned against her and claimed that she was unattractive and blamed the painter saying that he had painted an overflattering picture of her uh-huh. and so like in history like that is like a thing like that people say you know Anne of Cleves was just not very pretty like she was um plain or whatever you know but in re- in reality there are accounts that say that she was actually beautiful like yeah but he was just like so insulted he was like no nah, she's ugly I can't be with her that's so funny know. because like I I thought that like based on like what I'd previously learned that there was one that was ugly mm-hmm. yeah because <laughs> I was gonna ask you I was like which one was the fuck but I guess <laughs> I guess there it was, was Henry. one he was Henry yeah, was the was, ugly one <laughs> right he was like you're no one. catch dude like you need this alliance like stop complaining <laughs> right right so yeah but so then he actually tries to get out of the wedding but it was like the contract itself was like super complicated and political and her family Mm -hmm. was not gonna let him out of it they're like fuck no you're marrying her poor girl i know right well she i feel like she's like the one that gets out of this the best though oh okay Um, okay she's taped with her head (laughs) (laughs) so blah 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 they're not gonna let him out of it and so uh, on their wedding night, Henry is unable to perform and the marriage remains unconsummated. Oh, thank so, God. <laughs> thank God for her. Right? Thank God for her. Mm-hmm. But like, he was like older, obviously, at this point. He was yeah. like 48 or whatever. And he was also fatter. And he uh, may have been impotent by this point. Yeah, and he was missing a leg, practically. Yeah, right? He had the gross leg. So, like, I'm sorry, right. but if you're in, like, pain all the time like that, how could you even? Like, I feel right? like I'd be pretty like distracted. Probably, I mean, if he if it weren't that time period, he probably would have been better off if they'd cut it off, you know? Mm-hmm. And hoped that it'd, it'd heal. But was, why did he have an ulcer? Was it just, was he, was it, like, did he have a condition that didn't allow it to heal? Or was it just, like, always infected? So... In my mind, and I don't know if I read this or saw this somewhere, but in my mind, um, the thing was that instead of allowing it to dry, because it was a jousting wound that they say Uh became ulcerous. Yeah. And I think, and obviously someone can correct us if you're listening to this, just, you know, let me know. Um, Uh But I think what it was is that they thought it would be better to like keep it like wet or something like that's how they were trying to treat it like by covering it and all this other stuff instead of allowing it to dry out and feel like it really should you know like it's like like you have like they would have tried a different method once that didn't work out yeah man these doctors were wild like they're like oh yeah let's i don't know do put something on it but instead of like letting it dry out like you wouldn't want to do now well yeah you wanted to scab over yeah exactly and they just like it never happened because of whatever they were doing um but yeah so that might have been why he couldn't perform either but they like um he got the doctor to say that the problem was with Anne, and that henry could still perform with other women and he was still having what they call quote unquote 
nocturnal pollutions. <laughs> so yeah, he was no. having like wet dreams and you know <laughs> nocturnal pollutions. Yikes! Oh, Maybe man. it's because she like wasn't into him, and so yeah, she's like gross, dude. Yeah right like he probably knew uh, that she like wasn't into him and she was way prettier and Mm -hmm. he just like couldn't do it so right he um he kept up the pretense like of going to her bed and everything but they just slept they never like slept like they never had sex so they never really consummated the marriage and um there were like obviously rumors about court that she was she wasn't a virgin and her body disgusted the king etc yeah right <laughs> I <laughs> blame her. I her body disgusted <laughs> oh, my God. oh man so uh, obviously henry's eye began began wonder wandering again um mm-hmm. and anne was in like this precarious position yeah so henry became infatuated with katherine howard mm-hmm. and he wants Run, anne- girl. i know right <laughs> And so he wants Anne to leave court, but that would be like a political disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so in June, why can't he just take her as a mistress? Like, what's wrong with him? Yeah, right. Well, <sighs> because he needs to have a son still. Like, there's still like hope that he's oh, gonna okay. have a spare son. Mm, okay. Um, and so in June, fifteen forty, six months after she had r- arrived in England, she was sent away from court what? to the Palace of Richmond. Richmond Palace. Mm-hmm. That's where they sent Mary before. Um, yeah. with the excuse that the wet- weather was better there. That's okay. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when in reality he really just wanted to marry Catherine Howard. Oh so uh, Henry offered Anne a special ta- a special title. So they called her the king's sister. She got two yeah. palaces to live in, an entourage of servants, and lots and lots of money to go away quietly. And she agreed. Oh my god. Hell yeah! I guess <laughs> right? that's crazy. She only had to be with him for six months. Yeah, and then she just like got to go live her life. Whoa! I'm sure it's because she like embarrassed him in that first instance, you know, where she like insulted him, and then he could like he never wanted to be with her after that. So yeah, and it would be like you know like that yeah like a political disaster if he like did anything crazy because she was like attached to Germany, and uh, uh, and then Germany would have been like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, she agreed. She's like, oh, yeah, you're going to give me houses and money and servants. Yeah, sure, I'll go. And then she even sent back her wedding ring with a request that it be broken down into pieces. Hmm. Like, and sent back to her? (laughs) (laughs) Right? I have no idea, but that's that's all it says. Just that she sends it back with the request that it be broken down into pieces. Hmm. Um. And then he actually gave her Heaver Castle, which was Anne Boleyn's family home. Oh, what an asshole. <laughs> right? <laughs> Guess because they shared a name, he's like, I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the Anne's. Um, so yeah, she actually ended up live- outliving all of his other wives and Henry himself, and she died in 1557. And she was actually given a really grand resting place also in Westminster Abbey, right next to the altar. Oh, damn right right. so she left she got all her money and servants and everything and he moved on to Catherine Howard Mm -hmm. oh um Anne of Cleves and him were only married for six months yeah so let me take a drink of water real quick 
So then was Catherine Howard, the fifth queen. Um, he married her two weeks after the end of his marriage with Anne of Cleves. And marrying her actually seemed to really like invigorate him i think she was 15 at the time she was definitely a teenager um but he like lost weight he uh, they everyone said that he seemed like 10 years younger he was just like you know all about it he was very caring and amorous with her i guess like caressing her and like you know kind of like pda stuff it's It's because he wanted people to think that like you know, she adored him and that... Um... Yeah, they were in love. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, and so, uh, even though... Yeah, this is, like, part of, like, why he married her. Yeah, like, even though he already had an heir and didn't need to get married, he knew that he needed a second heir just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, after being married for a year, Catherine yeah. takes a lover, Thomas Culpepper. <gasps> Ooh. he's a courtier and a known womanizer at court so mm-hmm. she um and she's young and naive and like yeah doesn't know and her husband is fucking gross yeah well but like also thomas culpepper you know he's like a known womanizer but he's also a known predator um he had actually pre- yeah he had previously been accused of raping a park keeper's wife and murdering a villager who tried to stop him but then Ugh. he was pardoned by the king. And I'm oh, guessing... that guy. I don't know when it happened. Like, they didn't, like, specifically say when it happened. But, yeah, he was pardoned by the king. Um, which I don't understand. Like, I don't Everyone understand. Everyone in court is gross. Right? right? Fucking turd bur- burglars, these guys. Ugh, I would want to be a peasant. <laughs> I know, right? right? For sure. <laughs> I would want to be, you know, like a merchant. <laughs> Like a in a small owner, town you know, far away got, like, a farm, <laughs> yeah right like I don't want anything to do with royalty or whatever I just like I wouldn't want to be poor as all but um, right I also forgot to mention Catherine Howard is actually Anne Bowen's cousin so they were like related oh, but nice. I feel like everyone was related back then especially That's like the people true. at court the people who yeah. were at court yeah they're just keeping it all in like the small rich families yeah exactly (laughs) they're like oh marry your cousin gross but whatever (laughs) (laughs) um so uh you know there's always the thought like what if thomas culpepper actually forced catherine to sleep with him you know um gross and so she met him again but this time people actually noticed and rumors started Um, um and on november 1st 1541 a letter was left for the king that said when Catherine was growing up she had sex with a cousin and her music teacher oh my god so henry probably not true (laughs) well so (laughs) henry was skeptical about it but he ordered an investigation of her childhood Mm -hmm. and when and Anne's mom died when she was really young and at mm-hmm. 10 years old, Catherine was actually sent to live with her step-grandmother, the Dowager Duchess of Norfolk, who mm-hmm. ran a boarding school for girls that were destined to court, to or destined for court. So okay. they would go, and they didn't learn, like, important things. They learned to sing and dance and, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And they all slept in a dormitory like all the girls that were they, there they slept in a dormitory called the maiden's chamber that was supposed to be secure but in all reality it was not and there were men that had access to it 
Um, so after 15 months as queen, Catherine is questioned by the Archbishop of Canterbury, Thomas Cromwell. So she was questioned about Francis Derham, who was her cousin, and Henry Mannix, who was her music teacher. Mm-hmm. So Francis Derham was actually her cousin, and there was talk that they were going to be married um, before she was ever like, you know, betrothed to the king. And she did admit that they lay together. Um, um, but then there was this question of Henry Mannix, who was her music teacher. And they, uh, and she admitted that they also lay together, but she like was a child and was raped. Like she, uh, she even says, I guess, like it wasn't by choice, you know? So oh, basically bad. her music teacher raped her. And it's because they had keys or whatever to that dormitory where it, it should have been. Yeah. So um, yeah, they both had keys to access the maiden's chamber and that's probably what happened. And so both Francis Derham and Henry Mannix were arrested and sent to the Tower of London to be interrogated. And Francis admitted to sleeping with Catherine multiple times, but it had not been continued after she was married to the king. Um, but only, it's a, according to the documentary, the only reason behind it was because her affection for Francis had been replaced by Thomas Culpepper. Mm-hmm. So she didn't keep sleeping with her cousin after she was married, but supposedly because she had the affection for Thomas Culpepper Mm. Um, and Culpepper denied the affair that they had but there was a letter that was found from Catherine to Culpepper basically like you know confirming that they yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so like they had really confirmed it and after finding everything out um, Henry left to go on a hunt and, and left Catherine alone at the palace so again, he does this thing where he knows what's going to happen and he just leaves. He's like, yeah. nope, not going to deal with it. Oh, um, no. Yeah. And so like there are even like musicians that show up to entertain her while he's away and she sends them away saying like her exact words were like, now is not the time for dancing. Like she knew it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And so Catherine was arrested and um, Deerham and Culpepper for some reason, Henry Mannix got away with everything. Like, he didn't get in trouble at all. And he's the one that, like, actually raped her. Um, mm-hmm. But then Francis Derham and Thomas Culpepper were actually both tried for treason, found guilty, and executed. And Shoot. Honestly, I feel bad for Culpepper the guy. He yeah, was a rapist and a murderer anyway. Fuck yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, fuck that guy. But, but for the cousin to die just because right? he slept with her before they, mm-hmm. she was even married, like, what? yeah. What's crazy, too, is that because, like, Francis was hung, drawn, and quartered, and Thomas Culpepper, because he had a higher social standing, he was given a much more, you know, what's the word? I don't know. A better, yeah, execution, and he was beheaded. Um, But both of their heads were, like, put on, like, pikes or spikes or whatever, and Catherine, when she was arrested, would have seen their heads as she was like walking to the tower. No. Yeah. Nice. So she was also tried and found guilty of treason and sentenced to death. Um, mm. It said that she was like really penitent and actually prayed for the preservation of the king before she died. Ugh. I don't Seriously, know why. What? Yeah, they keep she was doing young. it. <laughs> 
she was brainwashed Mm -hmm. i'm so sorry like no he's murdering you for no reason yeah i guess though like also at the time they were all raised to be like anything for the king right you're devoted to the king he's the i guess that's true he is like your god on earth right yeah exactly he's been ordained by god so who are you to do any do anything but like pray for him and his preservation as the king that's true that's true so uh Aunt Catherine Howard and Henry were married for a total of 18 months before she was murdered. Mm-hmm. Oof. Murdered, executed, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. I know, right? right? And so that brings us to wife number six, Catherine Parr. The so, caretaker, no? Yeah, for sure. She um, actually has like a reputation of being the dullest of all the queens and had mar- been married twice before. Mm-hmm. and um she was actually i guess like really like happy and witty and smart mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but she was involved with jane seymour's brother thomas Ooh, girl. so they was like in love and but when like king henry became interested she couldn't refuse him right. so That's and nice. i know right he was actually really old for um, a king or anyone really in tudor times and he mm-hmm. was 15, 15, <laughs> 52 <laughs> years old. And he had the one heir, Edward. Um, yeah. He could no longer walk because of his leg wound at this point. And so Catherine was more of a companion to him than a lover. And she was actually a mother figure to his children. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she was really smart and she loved reading. And they were married in July 1543 at Hampton Courts. And there were only about 20 people present, including his two daughters. Um, And so Catherine was really like led by her sense of duty, but her duty was to God, right? Like that was like Uh the most important thing. Um, And even though everyone thinks she was really dull and everything, she was actually pretty glamorous and spent a lot on like clothes and things like that after they were married. Um, Yeah. But I know, right? Why not? It's probably because she wasn't like a PYT, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, she had already been married twice before. And so, um, but she was also known to be like a really capable queen that Henry trusted to rule in his absence, much like Mm -hmm. with with, um, Catherine of Aragorn. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it like showed like how much he actually respected her as a person or like queen or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Um. And so uh, Elizabeth actually spent a lot of time watching Catherine and learning from her how to be a queen. Yeah. And not just oh. in like the like dressing sense, but like, you know, being in the like, capable smart. sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only problem is that Catherine Parr was very Protestant. And Henry, like mm-hmm. I said earlier, was personally like still really like Catholic, even though he had broken yeah. from Rome he still believed in like Catholicism. So one of the main things with Protestants is that they believe the Bible should be published in English and that preaching should be done in English as well. Mm-hmm. And Henry thought that this was like insane and that the word of God was basically being disparaged by being spoken in English. So mm-hmm. um, Catherine was like an evangelist and she even published a book of a collection of Latin religious texts translated into English. Mm, And interesting, this was actually the first book to be published in England by a woman. Whoa! Yeah, right? 
so technically it was illegal because like she was a woman or whatever but yeah. she did it she was queen so she was like i do what i want <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so um and because elizabeth has been like watching Catherine and like learning from her when she was 12 years old she actually started uh, translating texts to english and she gives Henry a gift for for the new year one year. Remember, Uh-oh. I said, like, she, like, came back and gave him. Yeah, this is how I realized, like, oh, they give them a gift, like, every new year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she gave him a book of uh, translation she had done herself. And mm-hmm. Henry is uh, not okay with it. He's, like, pretty <laughs> upset. And he's, like, this is heresy. And so he's, like, upset with Catherine for teaching Elizabeth to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um and so at this point, everyone's reading Catherine's book, both friends and enemies at court. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, those that are conservative in court are her enemies. And they begin warning the king that she's becoming too powerful. And mm-hmm. they, I mean, real, realistically, they wanted her gone. They were like, yeah. she's a heretic. She should be burnt at the stake. Like, Which really, it was, she was too smart. <laughs> like, she was smart yeah. and she was a woman. Yeah, she was a smart woman, and so she needed to be dealt with, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of this is happening, and to protect herself, what she does is she instructs that all the heretical, quote-unquote, books be destroyed. Ooh, so she's yeah, going to so- get in trouble! <laughs> <laughs> so she um, has all these heretical books destroyed, all the ones in English, and she goes to talk to Henry, basically to try and placate him right mm-hmm. yeah she's like i don't want to be murdered yeah she's <laughs> yeah, like she's look like my duty is to you i just want to take care of you blah 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 and um and it works though a warrant had been issued for her arrest oh. for heresy and henry protects her he's like no she's my fucking queen i'm the king you do what i say so no you can't arrest her that is honestly surprising right <laughs> i think it's because he was just tired. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, he's so old. He's like, you know what? I'm over this. Yeah. So, um, at this point, his health is declining. He's spending all his time locked away from his wife and children, with only his closest advisors. He's like locked away all the time, probably because, you know, he's facing his own mortality at this point. He's declining mm-hmm. in health and getting old. And then on January twenty eighth. 1547 henry died and nine-year-old edward becomes the king so that's a whole other thing i know right but catherine is then charged with raising elizabeth i don't know what happens Mm. to mary but she's raised by she raises elizabeth and she actually ends up marrying thomas seymour the one she was in love with before having um to marry henry so Mm -hmm. she actually gets to marry thomas seymour that ends up being her fourth husband four mm-hmm. months after Henry died. Um, and then at age 36, she got pregnant with Thomas's, Thomas Seymour's kid. She had a daughter and died one week later from childbirth. Oh, it's a thing. And what's funny is all of this happened, right? Like he married all of these women to get an heir and a spare. He gets the one heir. He gets his one male heir, King Edward who rules mm-hmm. for just six years and then he dies and then Queen Elizabeth the first comes to power comes to and power. she rules yeah. for 44 years. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so crazy. And it all could have stopped at Elizabeth. 
if yeah, they had right? just like accepted her as heir. And so, yeah, he ended up being married to Catherine Parr for three years and six months total. Mm-hmm. And those are the six wives of Henry VIII. Yeah. Well, when you're talking about it, I kept thinking of the show Tudors and how like Henry VIII is hot as hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched I have... some of that. And then like when I started to hate him, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, <don't know> <laughs> I did not watch that show at all. I think I tried to watch it once, but there was just so much doing it. I was like, you know what? I'm not... <laughs> that was his life. That's all he cared about. Yeah, right. Right. Should we um? Should we do like an extra thing or like a? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna be like um. What was I gonna say? Something about liking and subscribing and commenting and. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, you... follow us on Instagram at oh, history, at or, history. Whatever. or whatever. What I need to follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think I do too. <laughs> yeah, I actually also need. To- so yeah follow us on instagram at history or whatever and um you can drop us an email soon as soon as i set up the email hopefully it's going to be history or whatever at gmail but we'll keep you (laughs) posted and then um like uh what's the thing oh subscribe like subscribe comment yeah you know yeah, subscribe to us, like, comment, review. Oh us. yes, please review. This is our I first know, episode. Right? Please don't be mean. <laughs> nice comments only. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh. Or you know, so. So yeah. All right. Well, that's his career. Yeah. Whatever. Good Woo. job, Kimberly. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Right, you did it. <laughs> <laughs>